Welcome to Scientific Healing with Dr. Anastasia Chopoulos. Scientific Healing, a fusion of modern science and ancient healing arts, empowers you to take charge of your life to get healthy no matter what your doctor says. Discover how you can manage your own energy to improve your health, vitality, and prosperity from Anastasia and her guests. Are you ready to live your best and most energized life ever? Here's your host, Dr. Anastasia Chopoulos. You're listening to Scientific Healing Radio, and I'm your host, Dr. Anastasia Chopoulos. I know the power of vibrational healing by combining physics with ancient healing arts to develop my own system that has amplified results with hundreds of my clients and healing students. Discover how you can protect your energy when working with others as a healer or coach with Safe Healing at scientifichealer.com. Today, I am so very pleased to have Sue Lundquist as my special guest. I connected with Sue several years ago through a mutual friend, and she requested help for her daughter. Often healers can't help their own children, which is a problem I have also had to deal with. In the meantime, we connected again, and I've gotten to know her as a vivacious and sassy advocate for empowerment and enlightenment. She has a very popular Seattle area radio show, yes, really live on the radio, not just internet, which is also broadcast live on the internet and on iTunes called the Gratitude Cafe. She helps you slow down and listen to your intuition so you can move forward with confidence and good solutions. She is skilled at so many things, including energy healing, life coaching, and being psychic. She helps you uncover what's holding you back, shows you how to remove the roadblock, and helps you along the way. Just listening to her on her radio show can put you in the right frame of mind, believe me. (laughs) Her blogs are filled with great tips on navigating through the difficult maze of life. I've loved that she has built a whole business around being grateful So anybody who is thinking about building a business about a a topic that is gratitude or something like that, you have to listen to Sue. And this is one of the highest energy forms of giving as it expects nothing in return. I would love Sue Lundquist to to tell her own story herself. I am so delighted to be speaking with you, Sue. Oh, you're most welcome. It's my delight. Every time we get on the phone and chat, we just don't want to get off, do we? (laughs) Not at all. I'm here because literally we'll go on to one vein and we'll be like, oh yeah, juicy, juicy, let's keep going. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Nope, there's another good juicy vein. We just keep talking because it's it's the same tribe, right? We just, it's good conversation. Right. And I love it. So yeah, I I just love it too, and I I always get inspired when I talk to you. Oh, thank you. I think that's with colleagues like ourselves in the same industry, and we finally get to dive in and talk to the beat because I get the same juice and inspiration from you. I mean, I can literally in this conversation feel the energy between us. It's like this giddy fun. <laughs> I, I just I love it. I just I really love it. And I'm excited for the show. I'm excited to educate your audience and I love what you said about my my business is based around the word and the um premise of gratitude. 
attitude. But boy, let me tell you to your audience, be sure you're ready to walk your talk because if you're going to be out there in a business and it's called the Gratitude Cafe or I'm Thankful LLC, you got to be able to know that you got to walk your talk and be grateful and show up in the world as a, as a leader and as an example. And it's not always it's not always uh, butterflies. Sometimes it's grizzly bears. I think you've heard me talk about that before. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really it, it's really not that easy to um, walk talk walk your talk. Uh, you know, a lot of doctors will tell you all kinds of things, but then you look at them and they're unhealthy. In fact, doctors are the unhealthiest group of, you know, educated adults in this country. It's like, right? And so it's not easy. Like they tell you, oh, you need to exercise more and you need to eat a better diet. But here they are way overweight and they don't do anything but, uh, you know, take calls all day and help other people and don't take the time for themselves or their families. Right. Neglecting themselves. Exactly. Right? They it's... need somebody like us show them the way. <laughs> yeah, because that's not what they teach in medical school. They teach operator Medicaid. They don't teach the oh, other stuff, no. right? So I, I'm really excited to share your story on why you started walking down this path. Like what led you to it and what were there challenges you had to overcome? Well, thank you very much, Anastasia. Um, well, I'm going to back up, and it's a long story, so I'm going to kind of chop it up into little segments, so we won't eat up the whole time. But in in general, I was adopted at birth. Um, there were some things that happened with the adoption, and, and I had always wondered uh, where I came from, who my parents were. I was always very in tune to uh, something else outside of me, inside of me, intuitively knowing that I needed to somewhere, somehow connect. But that's just the beginning. Let's fast forward through my teen years, and let's just say, um, for the sakes of radio and light conversation, I lived many lives within about a four-year period with um, severe trauma, death, many deaths. Um, I, there was some suicides, there was some car crashes, there was some drugs, there was all kinds of things that were happening around me, and um, in addition to that, the normal teen stuff that you deal with. So I, and, and you hear the language called post-traumatic stress, mm-hmm. and I, I, don't, I don't like to label things, but now when I look back, I'm, I look at that and go, oh my gosh, I was... I was the candidate for post-traumatic stress as a teen because of everything that had been happening to me. And I say everything that had happened to me, and I can look at that now, and I can I can look at that with compassion and look at that as a learning experience. When you're in it, it's not that easy. But I, I urge your audience, if you're in a situation right now that feels really heavy and traumatic, just take a deep breath and learn and lean into the compassion and the curiosity of it and and find help where you can. So I kind of went on a little tangent there, but I just wanted to make sure I communicated with your audience. So back to my story. With that trauma and the post-traumatic stress, um, then came my, um, my dad that adopted me. He came up with Parkinson's plus really diffused body disease. And if, if your audience, I'm sure you as a, um, a medical doctor, you know this aspect um, as, as 
he's losing, literally losing his brain and his nervous system and some other things, and then having to deal with my mom being a caregiver. And then coming to find out, I'm finding my um, biological mother, and I'm having my third child, and I'm going through a house remodel. So all of these things, including hormones galore because of having three kids, because at this point I'm on my third kid, um, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of rocked solid here. I, I, I literally gave birth to my third daughter and two weeks prior to that, after, um, a quick search, I found my biological mom and I, you and I talked about this privately, Anastasia, but I had a really strong drive and intuition that I had to find my biological mom. And I, in my years past, I was so frightened because of the abandonment issue. Oh, she's going to turn me away again. Or, you know, all that drug monkey stuff that we go through. Yep. And I, yeah, it's all that stuff. But I trained through that, and I just knew intuitively, get this, and I think your audience does too, intuitively I just knew I had to do this. So I reached out, I got my birth records. Um, I'm in a little town called Globe, Arizona. Got them sent to me. Found my biological mother's name and um, her social security on my birth certificate. So it was super easy for me to find in the era of internet, right? Yes. So I sent her a very generic letter. Generic meaning I, I didn't want to mess up anything that could potentially be on her side in her life. But also at the same time, intuitively, I knew that wasn't going to happen, that I was just protecting everybody. So I sent the letter off. Two weeks later, I'm giving birth to my third daughter. Now, this is important for your audience and you guys to remember this because this is where it gets all that synchronicity and that juicy stuff comes from. So, two weeks later, we are, me and my husband, we've given birth to our third daughter. We're, the same day, we're sitting on the couch because we came home because we, the two other babies were young enough I had to get home really quick. So he's opening the let the mail, and there's a letter sitting there, and it's my biological mom. She had received the letter, and my husband hands it to me and says, I think this is from your biological mom. And hormones flying again, and I just went, okay, took a deep breath, opened the letter. Anesthesia, it was life-altering, completely life-changing. She said, literally, she said, thank you so much for reaching out to me. And then she said, I have loved you from the day you've been born. You've never been a secret. It was absolutely, I think, biologically, it changed me. It changed my heart. It changed everything that was going on. Now, a minute ago, I told you that um, my third daughter and there's this synchronicity and everything that was happening. So, I find her the day that I give birth to my third daughter. I am her third child. And there's some other synchronicities that are coming up that she had a really raspy voice. And I asked her, you know, and this is after our phone, I, I, I read the letter, I picked up the phone and I called her. And it was like we had never been separated. So through all of that, and then she, I'm on the phone with her and we have a phone conversation. She's got the raspy voice. It's her second battle with um, small cell carcinoma, a mass. It's a grapefruit in her lung. And it's her second second bout of it. It's an environmental cancer that she um, contracted while in Arizona, and that's a whole other story. But that was 
was the intuition saying, you've got to get a hold of her, you've got to reach out to her. So I did. I went and visited her. We had a family reunion. I took baby Lexi with me. I have a baby brother. I have an older brother, an older sister. I'm her third child. We reunite on the day that I give birth to my third child. My baby brother is the same birthday as the mom that adopted me. The number 22 is my birth date. I mean, there's so many other incredible things that happened, but we lost her six months later to the cancer. Mm -hmm. So that was heart-wrenching. So where am I going with this? This was everything was coming down on me, literally, metaphorically, spiritually, all the stuff from my post-traumatic stress, everything coming up. And I was literally walking in my kitchen, and I was I was so on my pity pot. I was sad. I was, you know, griping and moaning, and why is this all happening to me, and woe is me, all of that. And my husband looks at me, and he says, you know what? You got a lot. Why don't you just be thankful for what you got? And I about chopped his head off. <laughs> <laughs> right? Because I've got all this stuff that's happened to me. I've got all this stuff going on. But doggone it, he's right. Yes. He is a hundred percent right. And I went, hmm. Expletive, expletive. And I, I got off my pity cot and I said, you know what, Sue, this is the moment where you're going to change and you are going to start being thankful for the two feet that you have to stand on, the legs that you have to stand with, the smell of the coffee, the smell of your child's hair, everything from the littlest thing, from the breeze and the fresh cut grass, everything. I had to redevelop all of that inside of me. And that's where I started the gratitude. Well, it was originally, my company's called I'm Thankful LLC, and then it evolved into a radio program. It also is the I'm Thankful Journal. I'm an author as well. And the I'm Thankful Journal itself, it helps parents and children get to the fundamental moral backbone of gratitude. And that's how it all started. Wow, I know. God always tests us, you know, trial by fire. He picks out the special people and then kicks them in the butt a few times. A few times. <laughs> I know. Oh, my heaven. I know. Oh, I went through. I went through over 20 years, probably 25 years of difficulties in, in you know, between relationships and you know, my mom falling ill and then her behavior afterwards and, you know, being married to, to two difficult guys and, you know, and being in a different country, not speaking the language. You know, I lived there for 13 years. So it was like one thing after another. I moved uh, from the U.S. to Germany while pregnant. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> and had a three-year-old in tow. <laughs> and it's like everything that happened, I just said, okay, what's next? And then I'd say, God, can you give it, take it easy on me for this week? <laughs> I want to yes. catch my breath. Yes. <laughs> yes. Can I have this in grace and ease, please? My audience knows that. You know that about me. Grace and ease. When you are talking to the powers that be, May I please have this with grace and ease? Oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, and then you come out the other side, and side, and everybody says, "Oh wow, you're so amazing! You have all these amazing gifts." And I'm going, "Ah, oh, I had to pay a lot for them." Yeah, 
Exactly. <laughs> so what a great learning experience and for us to be able to, you included, for us to both be able to come out from that and say, you know what, I have walked the talk and in doing that, I can see from a different perspective what you're going through because I too have been through it. That's not to say any less than what you're going through by any means, it just means I can see it, I understand, I truly understand what you're going through. Right. And so the the thing is that basically it's layers and layers and layers of old stuff that that it that when we're going through this gets stripped down. Like it just Oh my heaven. It just oh, gets isn't that the fun part. Yeah, it just gets stripped down, you know, more and more of the old ideas and the old, you know, all those things that you white knuckled and hung on to they get stripped off of you until you get to like real truth, like where, what gratitude really is. It's real truth because the more you focus on something, that's what grows. So if you focus on the lack, you get more lack. If you focus exactly. on the abundance, you yeah. get more abundance. It's, it's so true. And, and like yourself choosing and to your audience, your lovely audience, you need to choose. You really have to choose. Literally, physically, you have to choose your own power. You have to choose to be in gratitude. It's a whole different energy, and if it's sustained, it's something you have to maintain. Like, literally, the moment. This is one of the tools that I teach in my workshops, my books, and, and any of my coaching. It's, it's first and foremost thing. The second you feel your body waking up, I don't want to hear you say, I'm tired. The moment you get up, it's all about gratitude. Thank you. I am so grateful for being awake. I'm so thankful for my lungs. I'm thankful for my children. I'm thankful for the roof over my house. Whatever that is, the moment that you feel yourself waking up. There was, you have said something, too, about gratitude, right? Yeah, I always tell people, right? I tell people to, when they open their eyes and they're still in bed and they open their eyes and they come to awareness, is to smile first and say, I'm grateful that I am. Because that's that's the highest level of gratitude because all everything else like everything else are like belongings and, you know, even relationships is just being here and being alive. It's such a gift. And so that's what I tell people. I have a whole little process that doesn't take any time. Like how much time does that take? I think it takes... Right, it takes it takes more brain power to remember to do it than to actually do it. <laughs> and it takes more. You know this as well as I do. It takes more brain power to be the negative. Yes. It takes more energy to have the negative. So why well, even mess with that? Well, you know, it is something that's built into us as a survival. You know, where's that saber-toothed tiger hiding? Is it going to jump off a tree? So that's dwelling yeah. in the negative, right? And that has been a survival technique, but we don't need that anymore. And when we get into gratitude, because it is so high frequency, it drives the frequency of your body up. And the frequency of your body is directly related to your health, your relationships, and your wealth. 
So that is like the quickest way to raise your frequency. I mean, we have measured this with bioelectric devices. We have measured this, that healthy people have a much higher frequency than grumpy, um, than grumpy, sad, negative people, people that are always saying what's missing in their life because that creates lack and it drops your frequency really quickly. Really quickly. Yeah, so yes. so you do healing, too. So what kind of healing do you do? Well, I do. I do. Thank you very much for bringing that up. I do. I, I am a practicing psychic, and I also am a baby medium. And I say, I mean, I, I say baby medium because I'm still, and since I was a little girl, I've always talked to people that have crossed over. Um, however, I... Um, it, it kind of scared me because when I was younger, that's a whole other part of the... the growing up as well, because I didn't have my ancestors because I was adopted out of that area to have this conversation with. So in my practice, I do coaching. My specialty is clarity coaching, but I also bring in my psychic talent, and I also do energy healing, and what I do by, by the process of that is, in layman terms, I give your body a clean and then an upgrade. So it's still going to be you. I, I coined this because it's fun to say. It's still you, but it's just a version 2.0. I think all <laughs> of our listeners will get that, right? Because it is. It's just a version of you, 2.0. And Anastasia, can you remember back when you were setting up your boundaries, changing who you were, and you were, because I know I experienced this, so I'm just, I'm, I'm authentically asking if you had this feeling, because I know I did. When I was going through the changes, I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, I'm changing, but what if the people around me don't like me? And I say this because when you set up personal boundaries, you are going to change, but the true people that are around you will stick around. So that, does that resonate with you? Because I, I wanted to make sure that it's, yes, it's still yes. going to be you people, but it's just a, an upgraded version. Exactly. So when you set boundaries, you can't take care of the other person, right? You're yeah. only, you can only oh take, right? You can only take care of yourself, and no one else is going to take care of you, except you. Like you know, there are all these people that are waiting for like their ideal mate to take care of them or to solve all their problems, for example. But nobody is going to do that. doesn't matter. And nobody wants somebody that's like an anchor or drag them down. Like, you know, a healthy person would not go after somebody who is looking to be taken care of. Exactly. So how do you, in your, in your beautiful audience, um, and in part of my teaching, and, I, and the first, the fundamental what I teach is, um, it's called Act Now, and it's awareness, clarity, and then your transformation. Mm-hmm. So anything and everything that I talk about, and you get this, you have to start with the awareness. Because if your head is in the sand, you won't even be able to be aware that you are a negative Nelly, for example. Or you have an Eeyore syndrome. We'll never make it. You know, we all have those people around you. So if you are in, in that yourself, and you are choosing to make the changes, we can help you do that. And by doing that, helping you through the steps of awareness and then getting clear on who you are and who you aspire to be. Now, I say aspire to be because that evolves and changes. And Anastasia, you get this too because you make steps, you do changes, and you're like, oh, okay, 
that worked for me then, it's not working for me now, I'm going to keep going, keep going forward, right? Yes. And it's, it's an evolutional process. So it's important for me to communicate that because I don't want your audience to think, well, again, stop and get frustrated. You have to continue to have the will to keep going because you're learning and then you've, you've acquired that and then you move on. Yeah, if, if I look back at how long it all took, you know, if I, you know, it took a long time. But the thing is that it's not like you're going forward to a destination. It's that you keep enjoying the little steps because no one can change that quickly. Like people ask me, how much is it for a session? And I say, well, I don't do sessions because it's a waste of your time and a waste of my time. Because it takes at least 90 days of continual practice on one thing to shift your energy. Your body has an inertia. You know, your energy field has an inertia in that direction. And so expecting miracles overnight is just like you can't diet for one day and expect you're going to be at your ideal weight. The same goes with your energy body. So all of these processes that we're talking about are actually shifting your energy body. And that just doesn't happen overnight. Um, one of my medium friends says uh, that I do have the ability to wave my wand and shift somebody overnight, which I've done with people, you know, had their tumors disappear overnight before surgery. And, you know, the surgery was really dangerous. It would have left her probably a paraplegic, if not a quadriplegic. So, I didn't want her, and she was only 32 with two little kids. And what for, a blessing. Right? And so for some reason, the tumor disappeared overnight. Now, I think she's going to get another one because her behavior didn't shift. And yeah. Right? And that's the whole thing. Like, this is the purpose of going through all of these steps. Because believe me, it doesn't take much to feel really good. And then the more yeah. you feel really good the faster you want to go, but it just doesn't happen that way. You'll you'll go in fits and starts. You'll have some jags up, and then you'll have a little jag down, but it's the trend or the direction. That's... You have to keep that energetic momentum yes. moving forward. It's not any better, greater, anything like that. That's not what, what I'm speaking to, but I'm saying the momentum and the frequency has got to keep moving forward. And Anastasia, just like you were talking about, we as the energy healers and tapping into that realm, we can do what we facilitate to your body, the energetic body, and that that can transform into, you know, somebody who's come to me with massive anxiety and then all of a sudden they walk out and they've got complete clarity. Or they've got, I've had a client that had a really bad elbow, like a tennis elbow, and within a couple of days she texted me back and she's like, Oh, it just dawned on me, my elbow doesn't hurt. The reason I'm telling you this is because going back to what you're talking about from your cancer patient, it is so important that anybody who's listening, you sustain and maintain your practice of health, mind, body, and spirit. You you personally have to make the choice to do that. Yes, and it's... And a, and a perfect way to imagine this is imagine that you've been eating squeaky clean organic healthy food and all of a sudden you start going to, um, and you know, people have done this, all of a sudden you start going to um, fast food restaurants and drinking and uh, drinking too much and, you know, really poisoning their body in such a way their health is going to go down fat really, really, really fast. 
And so in order to sustain, uh, you know, your health, you know, your physical health, all of those physical things are needed. You need to keep exercising. You need to keep eating uh, healthy food. You need to get enough sleep. It's just like, it's just like that. And so and you need to say, I am grateful that I am every Mormon, every Mormon, every Mormon, <laughs> every morning that you wake up. Exactly. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you mentioned about the the transformations that you had. So now is a good time for a break. I want to remind okay. all of our listeners, you're listening to Scientific Healing with Dr. Anastasia Choplis. And today, my awesome special guest is Sue Lundquist, author and host of the Gratitude Cafe radio show. When we return after the break, we'll dive deeper into her process and show how you can take your passion for health and help others transform. According to the MetLife Foundation, people over 55 dread getting Alzheimer's disease more than any other. Yes, loss of your memories and who you are. The statistics are staggering. One in eight get some form of dementia or Alzheimer's over this age of 55, while one out of three at age 85 shows significant symptoms. Until recently, it wasn't believed that you could repair, heal, or grow new brain neurons. But now research shows how amazing the neuroplasticity is in your brain. While good nutrition, sleep habits, and exercise play a large role in helping you keep your mind intact, you can now re-energize your brain with a powerful new program that wakes up your brain and promotes deep neural healing. I have watched what others have called hopeless cases come out of comas and dementia and improve dramatically in a short period of time, much to their doctor's total surprise. Comments I hear often are doctors saying, I've never seen anything like this. You can get the same brain healing in a program that you can use over and over again to heal your brain and brain glands and keep them energized. You can live your best life ever with your memory fully intact. Is it your brain worth a small investment? Go to scientifichealer.com forward slash brain to find out more. That's go to scientifichealer.com forward slash brain to learn how. Welcome back. You're listening to Scientific Healing with Dr. Anastasia Choplis. You can discover more about scientific healing and the deceptively simple processes for opening up your intuition and inner guidance system. Go to scientifichealer.com to download your tips on how to protect your energy when working with others. Before the break, we were talking to Sue Lundquist about her amazing business based on gratitude. Let's continue this conversation to discover how she went from mom to amazing entrepreneur. I'm sure there is a lot of bright women out there with a passion like yours and a dream of building a business that helps people. Tell us about your business journey and how you went about it. Welcome back, Sue. Hi, thank you. Hello to all your audience again. I'm serious. We can totally keep talking over and over and over, like for hours, don't you think? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for such great questions. How 
how and how did I start the process of my business? Um, I think it's important for your audience, for a spiritual entrepreneur, to understand that we have got these high intuitive. I say the word expectations, and I say that very delicately because I just use it as a general term. Um, we have these expectations, these wants, and these desires to heal and create this this beautiful healing for everybody, and we are put here to do great things like that. And I commend your audience and people that are in this field that are doing it and stepping into the rink, like Brene Brown says, stepping into the ring and getting dirty and being accountable for my actions and all of that. With saying that, find your tribe. The number one thing for me, because when I first started, I was all headstrong and I'm going to do this and I'm going to jump in and guess what? I jumped in. I didn't have a boat. I didn't have a life preserver. I didn't have nothing. I just had this great idea and I knew my why and that's all I, that's all I cared about. Unfortunately, though, to my spiritual entrepreneurs, if you do not establish a solid foundation that, and I mean that seriously, a solid foundation based on your facts and what you're doing and, and starting from that foundation and moving forward, it's kind of go, it, you're not going to be on a real solid path. You've got to stay focused and you've got to... Um, have those people around you. If you're not good in accounting, you need to find somebody else. If you're not good at web design, you need to find somebody that is. Does that make sense? It makes total sense. And that's my sense of it too, is um, a lot of, a lot of healers aren't business minded. And yeah. so, so really what, what we need to do is have an idea of how this business is to transpire. So are you going to work just one-to-one with people? And um, that's one kind of business, and it takes one kind of ability, like if you're going to have a walk-in business where people come in and get a massage or acupuncture. But then if you, there are a lot of people that have this and they aspire to go on the internet, and I tell you that it takes about three years of really hard work and spending nights and weekends You know, even somebody that's as geeky and, you know, computer oriented (laughs) as I am, it took that long to really weave my way through the the path because a lot of those business courses are designed for real estate agents, they're designed for you know, people that sell insurance, you know, all, all of the make money schemes, like how to how to make money really fast on the internet, you know, most of those are, are not designed for us. And, um, you know, I, that's why I wanted to bring this sort of thing up, because there are a lot of us that just simply don't don't know how to run a business that is sustainable. Like, for example, you know, you live in Seattle, I live in Los Angeles, these are expensive places to live. And in order to make a decent living, you know, comfortable, own your own house, have, you know, all your car insurance and everything paid for, you need at least 10,000. You know, it's just, it's just, it's just a fact of life. Like I could live rurally for five or six, you know, and, but it's just expensive. So you know, you can't charge $50 an hour for a session because it's not going to pay the bills. And so well, I think that's important that you 
you talked about that because you have to have an even exchange of energy. And, and earlier, before the break, we talked about boundaries. Yes. And setting up your own business professional boundaries is really important. And you alluded to, you know, I was talking about the foundation, and then you were alluding to getting really clear. Do you want to have a walk-in? Do you want to have it online? What kind of things? And again, having awareness, getting really clear on, on what you want and how you want that to look. Yeah, and you can still have, you know, if if you have a, a good thriving practice where people are coming in and getting sessions with you and so on, like, uh, you know, one of my friends has, uh, has a business, but she charges, she is sharing an office with someone with, uh, you know, special health equipment, but every person that comes in, she char, you know, it's, she has to pay a $30 fee to the owner of the, you know, of the big business. And she only charges like a hundred dollars and each session takes between an hour and an hour and 15 minutes. So she's walking away with $70 for an hour and a half of effort. You know, that's, that's not, not, she's not going to be able to live on that. Yeah. Yeah. And somehow, somewhere in her, she's got to, and we, I, I, I can't speak for you, but I can certainly speak for myself. I went through that hurdle myself. Yes, I did too. Yeah, I, I, of course, knowing my worth, figuring out my, you know, my emotional worth I've got, but my financial worth in the big picture in the world to pay my bills, that's a whole other story. And, and realizing there's got to be an even exchange of energy. Even, even when somebody, like I'm out and about and somebody wants to gift me just a little, like a trinket or something, I want to give them something back. Obviously, I'm, I'm going to receive but I want to evenly exchange with them. Did, that, did I communicate that effectively? Yes, as a matter of fact, you did. And the people that are doing energy work and they're not charging, what it's not what you're worth, it's what your services are worth. Cause, yeah. Because yeah. we're, well, <laughs> so we're worth an infinite. Well, <laughs> but it's um, what your services are worth to that person. So... An example would be, um, I'll just take my, my husband. He, when, I, when we first got back together, we knew each other back in 1969 and 70, and then we dated back then, and then we didn't see each other again until um, 2013. And he had gained 80 pounds, and he was on nine medications. And it, the nine medications after insurance cost him 900 a month. Right. So wouldn't you, he's off all of them now and he's lost 78 pounds. So of course he did. He's got you in his life. (laughs) Right. But so, but so, you know, here, here's the situation. How much is that worth over a lifetime, like year after year of paying 900 a month? Just, just out of pocket. This is out of pocket. It was a significant dent in his income when he lived in Texas. So, so that is like, how much is that worth to you? It's worth a lot. But yet when I contact people and I tell them what I charge, you know, it's not a small amount. It's not astronomical. Like I've seen some healers charge, like I've seen some healers that charge 2000 an hour and they get it. Um, it, it's, it it's fe- feels to me that the energy shift is in the other direction. She's asking too much for that service, but 
Um, but you know, it's a reasonable amount for, for my efforts and for the result. And if you don't do that, then nothing happens. Like nothing happens. I have had a couple of charity cases and absolutely nothing happened. Isn't that, that right there is a whole story. That's a whole show. That is so fascinating because it's happened to me too. Yeah. And chair. And so I don't do charity cases unless it's something like a concerted effort, like, like, you know, you have a charity that people donate to that is supporting, for example, children in the hospital with cancer, for example. That right. would be, like, something that I would do, and I would know that it would work. But right. but uh, charity cases, like, people ask me all the time, and I, I just can't. And uh, I'll even, if somebody is really desperate, I'll charge a nominal fee that I know that they can afford, and if they're not willing to to put themselves out even that much, I, I, I just say, no, I won't do it. And Right. But yeah, and also, you also, and I think for the both of us, because you have a very successful podcast, you do public speaking, workshops, you're, on, you're online quite a bit. For me, I'm on the radio, so a lot of the time, we are giving free advice, free coaching, free energy, free readings yes. on our shows. Yes, we so are. If, Right? To our audience out there, it's really important if you are in a financial situation, you need to get on the podcast, you need to get on my radio program, or on the Facebook Live, because there's huge value in those those environments, and you will get some great tools. Yes, yes, I just did my five-day relationship healing, and the response from the people were, wow, that was so profound. And it was free. It was free. It was 15 minutes a day where I took them through a process. I had them participate. So they had assignments every night where they would, you know, write out certain things. And they came back and they said this was really profound. And I had a follow-on offer. And it was very inexpensive, but some people still requested payment options. So I created one, and that person yeah. actually bought. And so I, I know. So I, I really understand how how that works. But you know, I there was no obligation on my part for everybody. It was a gift, and I really enjoyed the process. Like I really enjoyed speaking. There were up thirty, sometimes forty people on Facebook Live, and ninety had registered. So it was really. Aww. Right. It was really fun. And people got a lot out of it. And they responded to me saying how how much they got out of it and their appreciation. So just even saying appreciation for, um, you know, gratitude and appreciation for free things that you get. That's a payment. Right. So there we go with gratitude again. Yes, exactly right. Yes, most definitely. Because I work on that. I don't know if, if you do Anastasia, but I work on the receiving and the yes. releasing. I I went, and I'm going to go back step a little bit because we talked about this at the first part of the show. 
Um, I sustain my tools and what I do to maintain my high energy level, my my frequency, my high frequency. Yes. I have to do this. I have to meditate. I have to, I, I create tools in my life of gratitude, of love, of releasing, of surrendering, all those beautiful words and things that I do, but that's how I keep my frequency so high. Yes, exactly. I I do the same thing. I have a morning ritual. I have a you know I have all mostly vegan. Some you know some eggs, some grass fed beef, but mostly vegan diet and all organic. And I you know I I walk my talk. And yeah. and the thing that I've been then people say, oh, you have really good genes. <laughs> Because I, I look a lot younger than my age, right? I right. <laughs> say so you have really good genes. And I go, well, actually, I have the high blood pressure, the cholesterol genes, the varicose vein genes, the poor liver genes, and all of that. But <laughs> because. But look at you. I know, you know, and I, I say that because you got, I, I got the best compliment, and I love it because I'm going to be 50, like right around the corner. And everybody's like, no, you look like high 30. I'm like, oh, you just won the lotto. I know. I was telling somebody at a conference who was who was about forty five and fairly overweight and did not look as young as he said he was. <laughs> and I said Aww. to him, I said to him that uh, you know I've been doing research and was a professor for at least forty years for over forty years. And he looked at me. He goes, "What'd you do? Start in vitro?" <laughs> <laughs> I know. So I gave him a big hug. I said, thank you, thank yeah. you. <laughs> you just made my day. <laughs> and here I am. Yeah. I just passed the 64 and a half mark. You know, now I'm getting all this uh, all this Medicare stuff. And I'm going, I'm not old enough to be on Medicare. Oh, no, wait. <laughs> no way. You're going Refined sugar, uh, yeah, anything white, yeah. And, re- and have compassion for yourself as you do it. Just I talk about this species in life. Have compassionate curiosity and surrender, and be kind to yourself. It's okay. Yeah, and you don't You're have changing. to. Do, and you don't have to do it all at once because that's a daunting task. Just say, okay, this week I'm giving up soda. 
Next week, I'm going to switch to whole grains or even give up gluten altogether. Like, I haven't eaten grains in nine years. Wow. Yeah. But I think it's important that the audience, they they need to know willpower, too, because when I... I teach this as well because I had to learn it for myself. So when I talk about willpower and, and we were talking about being able to um, sustain the change, you have to create your own willpower. We all know Barack Obama, the president of the United States. We know who Oprah Winfrey. These people are very prominent people in the media, right? Mm-hmm. But we also know that Barack Obama had struggled with smoking. We also know that Oprah Winfrey, she has always struggled with weight. Now, can you, Dr. Anastasia, tell me, do you think they have a low willpower? No, actually, we're all, we're all born with the same amount of willpower. It's just that it depends on how you use it. So, yes. so the, 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 the solution to not having willpower is planning. So if you don't keep foods in the house, because my rule is if it's in the house, it will be eaten, right? So, (laughs) So if you don't keep the wrong foods in the house and you plan what your meals are, like my meals are all planned out. I know exactly what I'm going to have for breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day. When I get up, I already know, and I have the food in the house so I can make whatever those meals are. And... And I always plan, you know, to get up and go for a walk and do some stretching and yoga. I always plan that. That is in my day. It's on my calendar. Like, I don't allow, uh, except for your show, I I change it. But Thank I don't, you. But I don't allow anything between the hours of 7 and 10. Those are my three hours where I do all my planning, where I do my exercise, where you know, I, I do some thinking and meditating and, you know, calming exercises, all of that stuff. And I, I do, I do do my email in that time, but, um, you know, it's towards, it'll be, it'll happen while I'm multitasking. So, so, you know, those things got to get planned in your day. And then between 10 and two, I have um, my creative hours and between two and seven is when I work with, with individuals or to teach my classes. So, you know, I have my day planned out. It does not take any willpower. You've got Google Calendar. You can, you know, you can upload it on your phone, on your computer, you know, everywhere you can have it. And so you can just plan your day like that. So nothing gets scheduled in in or gets in the way and of course there are always exceptions but that is the solution to willpower yes and also taking and nurturing yourself and taking care of yourself but where what i wanted to say to you and to your audience willpower yes only great tools dr anastasia but also willpower is like a muscle yes so if we're talking for example like the president barack obama or Oprah winfrey we know where they got as a president, as a billionaire and um, network owner, all of that, you have to have a strong will. Would you agree, Dr. Oh, oh, absolutely. Totally. So that muscle, so for example, they used all of that muscle, all that willpower up in their day-to-day stuff, but it comes 7 o'clock and Oprah wants a Twinkie, her willpower might be used up. Exactly. Go ahead. Yeah, exactly. It's all used up. you yeah, got to figure up, out. So you have to manage, just like you said, manage your day, build some willpower muscle, 
you know, like our, our president, Barack Obama, he would grab a cigarette. And you know, he, he has struggled with that for years. So we both know Oprah and Barack Obama, President Barack Obama, do not have a willpower issue. It's just the building of the muscle and organizing your day as such, just like you were talking about. Yeah, well, I mean... And it's even also your mindset. Like people say, uh, because I've been gluten-free for, uh, you know, like over 30 years. So, and I, and when I said grain-free for nine, that meant no corn, no, no rice, no oats as well. So. No rice? No. I, I eat it rarely because if I eat it once in a, in a week or two, it doesn't affect me. But if I have it more often, all my joints start to get inflamed. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So, so the, um, anyway, the, the people ask me this question, like when I go to a restaurant and there's this beautiful homemade bread sitting there and the butter and they say, how can you resist it? And I just say, well, to me, it does not provide nutrition for me. So it's, it's, it's as if it's a piece of foam rubber sitting there. Oh, right. Look at how you visualize that. That's true though, too, for the audience. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. I love how you language that. Right? Because it's just like a piece of foam rubber. And so, like, when I look at it, in my mind, it goes, not edible, not nutritional, you know, bye bye Right. You've made that hard line, that hard line in the sand. Nope, it's, it's not nutritional. It's nutritional for me. Right. And so there are, there are actually, there's actually a woman that, that has devised one of the most successful weight loss programs ever for in terms of sustainable weight loss because 5% of the people lose the weight but less than 1% keep it off and what she does is she does that she draws four hard lines you're not going to cross this line no snacks no white anything you know no sugar you know things like that so you are eating whole foods all the time and you don't have snacks in between but I need snacks but you know that's another. Oh story. yeah, I need snacks. I'm a big. I, I am a big proponent, and I've raised all of my children protein first. Your brain, your body, everything needs protein, and a lean, clean protein. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I. I actually, there's good vegan proteins out there now that are really good. Yeah. Thank heavens for that. Yep. Exactly. So we've given our our listeners like a whole bunch of awesome tips. <laughs> A whole bunch, right? They got like a whole bunch of free stuff that they get. Yes. So we're ready to wrap up. So for people to connect with Sue Lundquist and discover more about her products, go to scientifichealingradio.com forward slash thankful. So I I set up a web you know a web page so they can go there and click through and go to all of your awesome things, you know. And, oh, thank you. Right, and that oh, way, right? We can keep talking, right? Right. So it makes it it <laughs> makes it easier. <laughs> yes, and I am so happy you were here. We really uh, filled everybody up with an earful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I hope. Out. And I hope they all enjoyed it because I sure enjoyed it. <laughs> I did too. Thank you. So much. What a blessing. And 
I can't wait to play with you some more. And thank you to your audience. Blessings to all of you. And I look forward to connecting in the future. Okay, awesome. So thank you for listening to Scientific Healing and for our wonderful guest, Sue Lundquist. Again, you can connect with her at scientifichealingradio.com forward slash thankful. Let's you and I connect. Go to scientifichealer.com and sign up for your free tips for protecting your energy when you're healing or working with your clients or get your free brain healing download. Go to scientifichealer.com. This is Dr. Anastasia Choplis. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Scientific Healing with Dr. Anastasia Choplis. Join us again next week for more expert guidance and practical tools to energize your life. Now take a deep breath and release it slowly before you go about your day.